Welcome to the Realtors Land Institute podcast, the voices of land, the industry's leading land real estate organization. Hello, this is Justin Osborne, accredited land consultant with the Realtors Land Institute. For today's podcast, we have Steve Robertson with MapRite. He is a real estate mapping technologies and techniques instructor. Welcome, Steve, and thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Justin. Today's topic for the podcast is going to be navigating real estate mapping technologies. Steve, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so I would, uh, I think the listeners, I assume, is a, a farmer ranch real estate professional that's listening to this. So uh, what I'm going to encourage them to do is uh, really think of the maps as a, a very useful and uh, impactful, long-lasting marketing tool that they can put their branding on, they can be associated with well-done, well-designed maps. Uh, and those maps can be used on properties for years after people will see those maps. Uh, and in general, I think that maps are an afterthought when it comes to marketing properties, where maps are really the, the only comprehensive overview you have to show sp people spatial relationships um, on the land. So. It, most people will just draw in a, a red or yellow boundary, kind of leave it at that, and I'm, uh, hopefully we'll hammer across the idea that um, it's worth your while to add in more uh, information into your maps to make sure that uh, the property is being represented in its best and most accurate light. Do you find that kind of across the country, Steve, there's a lot of realtors that are uh, getting on board with this, or is there still quite a few that are lagging behind kind of getting on board and accepting this with their marketing material? Yeah, there's more and more that are uh, are certainly accepting this. And uh, I think it's due to seeing the results of giving this a try. I mean, really the worst thing that, that somebody has to do if they're going to pay attention to the maps that they put in their marketing products is probably spend about 20 to 30 minutes extra um, drawing out that content, making sure the map is um, looking nice, easy to read. There's still plenty of people that do not do this. Uh, typically, you you see if you're going to a listing appointment, everybody's got really fantastic brochures. Everybody can distribute the property into all of these different websites, has a Rolodex of buyers, things like that. And the map is the afterthought there where it's usually like a screenshot of an aerial with a a red or yellow boundary. And um, I know of several folks that will draw out all the improvements on uh, a property and then they will use a, a mobile device like an iPad or an, uh, an iPhone. They'll pull up the property when they, they go to the, um, the listing appointment and they will show the landowner, uh, here are your property boundaries. So if you wanna go walk around, it'll show us in real time. We can turn on the floodplain, see if we're standing there. Are there any wetlands? What kind of soils do we have on this property? They'll inform a, a, a person that's owned that land for several years, more information about their property than, than they've known about. It's a real differentiator when everybody else is showing up with the same distribution, the same uh, buyer Rolodex and the same flyers. The, the person that shows up and is an informed professional knows what's going on with the hydro, the soils, um, and then the improvements on the property. Uh, that's an easy way to differentiate yourself. And if you put yourself in the, the shoes of a person with a four or $5 million ranch or farm, 
that's uh, certainly if I, I put myself in there and I'm, I'm biased, uh, but I think everybody would generally agree that um, that would stand out to you if you were looking to choose an agent or broker to go with in a very positive way. I, I know that uh, um, one of our long-term um, customers in Texas, he refers to, he does this for every property, draws out all the improvements, everything like that, shows up with a really nice iPad uh, with everything showing in, in real time. And he refers to it like shooting fish in a barrel as far as getting that listing. So it has proven to be effective. And like I said, the worst thing that's going to happen is you might have to spend an extra 20, 30 minutes drawing out the roads or the fence lines. But even that is going to inform you more about the property because maybe you know how many uh, miles of road they have already built out, how many feet of uh, high fence, things like that. So it's all very, very positive. It informs you more about the property and you present yourself as a well-informed uh, real estate professional. Well, yeah, it's definitely a huge asset as far as locking up listings go and separating yourself from the competition out there. Certainly something that a lot of our users can benefit from. Uh, that's great points that you hit on on the listing side. What can you tell us about the the selling side, Steve? I would imagine, you know, as a as a buyer's agent showing properties, it's got to be so much easier to show properties that have those maps uh, that the buyers understand. What kind of direct relationships have you seen working with the selling agents? Yeah, uh, good point. I mean, once again, the, the bar is pretty low here. And there are several mapping applications out there that are web and mobile based that make it really, really fast for um, any agent representing a buyer to quickly make a boundary map uh, for for their clients as all the properties are going to go see. They then typically will have access to you know the soils, the floodplain, all sorts of stuff, uh, 3D contours. Uh, and they, I, I've heard this several times where uh, the the buyer's agent will show up and the listing agent, uh, you know, hands them a, a paper map that's essentially worthless. And later on, the owner of the property is talking to the buyer's agent about uh, maybe taking over that listing for them. So uh, a really easy and very effective way on both sides of it with buying and selling. Now, along the lines of uh, of selling. Once again, the benefit of adding in those um, additional improvements, marking that, taking photos, showing exactly where those photos came up, is uh, it, we take a typical um, listing page, and you've got the write-ups, you've got the photos and the videos, and then you have a map below. It's pretty safe assumption that if somebody's coming to your listing page, what they're trying to do is they're trying to desegment those three things. The, the write-up, the photos and videos, and the map, they're trying to combine that all into essentially a mental map. And this is a very important thing to get across. And I, I, I really, this is the main point I, I try to get across to uh, students in my RLI classes. Uh, a map is a person's perception of space. So a map is not a math equation. It's not two plus two always equals four. If you are only drawing in a boundary and you're leaving everything else blank on that map, what you're doing is you are allowing whoever is coming and looking at that property, prospective buyer, to interpret that property, that space, however they see fit. And if you're not guiding them to understand the improvements of the property, understand the spatial relationships, where is that creek, where is that nice vista where you can watch the sunset, uh, you are you are leaving it up to them to form that mental map. And it might not be the mental map you want them forming. 
so once again, there's very little downside short of spending an extra 20, 30 minutes adding in this additional content on your map. Um, because you have to remember that uh, one of the exercises in my, my class that I, I try and prove this point is pass out a blank sheet of paper to all of the students and we'll have them create a, uh, just draw out a map of the area around them or the town or, or city that we're in. Uh, I guarantee you, not a single map is the same. And it proves the point that everybody sees the space around them differently. And what is a responsible way of highlighting the improvements on a property, showing that property in its best and most accurate light is to take your maps beyond just drawing in the boundaries. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, they're definitely not the same when people start sketching that stuff out. And I love your story uh, about the uh, selling agent showing up to show the property uh, and the listing agent giving them just that plain piece of paper with a map because that exact same thing happened to me a couple of years ago showing a several thousand acre ranch in Colorado. Uh, we pulled out the MapRite software that we had on our phone. Uh, we had drawn everything out because the listing agent did not have good mapping and it made showing that ranch so much easier because the buyer wasn't having to sit there and turn the paper around every time we made a turn to figure out which way north was. Right. And I've, I've learned showing these ranches, Steve, that buyers have a whole lot higher tendency to purchase a property that they understand as opposed to one that they don't. And so the more the agents can make those buyers understand the property, even before they get there, while they're sitting behind their desk, maybe five, six states away, researching a property, when they've got these interactive maps, they get excited. They learn more about the ranch before they even get there to look at it. And there's just a higher chance they're going to purchase it that way. Absolutely correct. I, I, no matter what, whether it's ranching or trying to find a restaurant um, around you, everybody has a desire to understand the space around them. And if somebody's going to make a purchase on a, a property, they need to understand spatially where does everything lay out that they're seeing pictures, write-ups, photo-wise. And if you can make that make sense to them spatially, then they have a much greater understanding of uh, how they would manage that property. If you want to get somebody to, to think more particular about what they would do with a property, you need to show them the spa spatial relationships amongst all the features of that property. Without doing that, like I said, if, if you go back to what is somebody generally trying to do with your listing page, they're trying to desegment that and form that, that mental map, that spatial relationship, whether they know it or not, that is what they are trying to do. Steve, can you talk a little bit about the, I'm going to call them the icons, you know, the way that we can create a map and then embed within the map where we took a particular photograph or uh, where a water well is and, and not, not only where the water well is but actually upload uh, the water well permit and the, the drilling records to go along with that. I, I think there's a lot of valuable information there that I know buyers love to see that a lot of the agents are not maybe utilizing as best as they can. Yes, yeah, certainly. So. Um we have, uh, I, I know on MapRite, several other uh, mapping applications, we have a um, variety of points, lines, and polygons that you can easily draw add to the map. You can change the name on them, change their colors, write notes about them. With MapRite, you can even um, build proprietary databases like comparable sales uh, databases. So um, 
your ability, I always tell people if, if possible, you should be sending that interactive map to somebody as opposed to a static PDF or a JPEG. It beats a, a static PDF or a JPEG any day of the week. I certainly understand the place, um, um, there is a place for print maps, uh, but mapping in general is trending towards interactive maps. It's, I, can, I can turn a 10 or 15 page PDF into one interactive map. I can uh, upload all of the associated files that are, um, are needed to be sent with that one interactive map, like the survey or uh, maybe you have an Excel spreadsheet that gives the inventory of the, the property. You can also include soil reports, photos, videos. You can, once again, make it, I think if you're doing it right, you're not just creating an interactive map, you're creating a full interactive brochure or document. And once again, the beauty is with these interactive maps, um, you're not sending a file. So it's not gonna get kicked back because there is no file weight to it, but you can send all of that information and have it as one resource for a prospective buyer uh, to, to be able to use, to be able to access to um, think more critically about that property that they're thinking about buying. That's that's really the key. Is you know, I'm a I'm a, a, a person that can be obsessive on things, and if you want to get me to get hooked, provide me uh, information that's straightforward that can get me to think more critically about that project, about what how would I tackle if I purchased that property, what would I want to do with it, where would I want to put my money in it first. Uh, if you want to get somebody to start thinking more critically about buying that property, and that's essentially they're visualizing themselves buying that property, that's what you want to achieve, you should provide as much detailed information that you think can be useful and then coming up with a strategy of how they would utilize that property and, and uh, where they would put their money first. That's, that's always a key in general. You think of residential real estate folks, if you walk into a room, they'll They'll do like, you know, uh, how do you see yourself in this room or something like that? They're trying to get you to visualize what would you do in that room? Well, that map is, is doing that for land. You are, you are essentially giving them the information that they need. The more information you can give them, the more straightforward the information is. Um, the more critically and the more they will continue to think about that property, which is what you want them to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the more they think about it, the more they're going to get excited about it and the higher chance there is of selling it. And, you know, I've got a right. question, for you, Steve, when it comes to actual the, the interactive link, um, have you been seeing many organizations across the country, whether it's websites or MLS feeds actually have an interactive mapping link field. I've been having to just upload it to our virtual tour field. And it seems like it's just not as easy for some of the buyers to find, especially on vacant land and farmers ranches as it should be. Yeah, certainly. I mean, there's a handful that are land specific that have that. I know um, lands.com has it, the uh, land broker co-op, uh, land flip, and then, um, Oh gosh, uh, most of the land ones in general have that ability. Now, when you get into more of the generic stuff, like um, certainly the MLSs, I think that's not a stretch to say the MLSs are um, in general antiquated in the way they do a lot of stuff. And you do have to put in virtual tours. And uh, you would move into like more generic realtor.com, things like that. It can be virtual tour um, issues. I think as 
when I first started doing MapRite and I told people about the idea of using interactive maps, I could, I could hear their heads exploding on the other side of the phone uh, when they were trying to wrap their heads around it. And now in this industry, I think interactive maps are uh, relatively common to use. As, uh, as interactive maps are becoming more and more common, we will be able to force the issue to accommodate these kind of links that really, really should be into um, these MLS areas and these other more generic real estate websites. It's just a matter of having that uh, momentum and having enough people um, using that to make it worth them to, to put in. But it's always, it's certainly a goal of mine. The more places that you can use interactive maps, uh, the more valuable you'll find your mapping program to be. So it's it's a win-win in my my world, and it's uh, it's always on the forefront of how can we expand the options to use your interactive maps. If you think about the history of mapping, I mean, for thousands of years, all you could do is create a a, a print map. That's it. Uh, it hasn't been except for maybe the last ten years in, in the history of man that we've had different mediums and different ways of presenting spatial relationships and maps. With the mobile apps, you can see yourself on your map. Uh, you can send the interactive map, which you can combine what used to be several static PDF maps. And of course we have the print map, but we have all of these new mediums now to present maps, spatial relationships. So uh, it, it just takes time to, to get um, the more uh, old school established um, companies, organizations to adopt it, but it's inevitable. It's the way it's the way that mapping is moving. Well, I think it's great. You know, it's been a huge asset to my business. Uh, my clients have really been able to benefit from it. And I think that uh, anybody that's selling real estate out there that's not utilizing this stuff is definitely behind the curve. Uh, well, Steve, thank you for your time today. I'd like to just tell our listeners that if you want to learn more from Steve about mapping, make sure to take the RLI's Real Estate Mapping Technologies and Techniques Land U course. Registration is open now for the next online offering of this course, which will be in May of 2020. All of RLI's Land U courses can be taken online or in person as offered. For the most up-to-date schedule of Land U course offerings, please visit the website rliland.com. Also, if you're not yet an RLI member, make sure to join before registering in order to save $200 with member pricing. Steve, it's been great having you on, and we really appreciate all that you're doing for our industry, man. Sure. Thanks uh, for having me on, too, Justin. <laughs>